George Costanza and Jerry Seinfeld had a little trouble figuring out the concept of a mentor. I don't understand this. Abby has a mentor? Yes, and the mentor advises the protege. Is there any money involved? <laughs> no. So what's in it for the mentor? Respect, admiration, prestige. Would the protege pick up stuff for the mentor? I suppose if it was on the protege's way to the mentor, they might. Laundry, dry cleaning? It's not a valet, it's a protege. Today on Stories and Strategies, mentor, protege, parking not included. My guest today is Tamara Weinberg. Hello, Tamara. Hi, Doug. How are you? Good, good. I'm glad you could join us. From Edmonton, a graduate of the public relations program at McEwen University, Tamara has a BA in journalism and communications from Concordia University and is a past communications chair with CPRS Edmonton Society. She's been a mentor through Intervivos and CPRS Edmonton, as well as a protege. And currently, Tamara, you are the communications coordinator for the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Alberta in Edmonton. And as I said in the opening, you have been both a mentor for someone and you've been the protege. You've seen it from both sides. How were both experiences for you? Well, overall, great. And of course, first of all, I was a protege um, in the beginning of my career. And um, actually, when I got my first job at um, the Alberta School Boards Association, I was a part-time receptionist and I was the assistant for the communications director. And she um, encouraged me and supported me to go into the program at Grant McEwen and um, also paid for my first course. So that was, and she provided that mentorship. And then my next mentor was Lee Elliott and um, she was with the Alberta Cancer Foundation. She's now in Calgary from what I last heard. I haven't spoken to her in a while. And I was able to bounce ideas off of her and discuss them and she would provide me feedback. And then um, I could go back to my manager with that confidence of having just discussed an idea, a project with someone else before um, I talked about it with my manager. And then um, that inspired, kind of inspired me to become a mentor myself. So um, I did it once, I believe, through Intervivos, and then uh, several times um, with CPRS Edmonton. Um, with CPRS Edmonton, it was uh, quite a few students from uh, the McEwen program, and um, they all had different needs and questions, but I hopefully supported them as much as I could. It is absolutely rewarding, but and sometimes challenging. I know one of my first mentors was uh, Bob McGee, who was a DJ at Chum Radio in Toronto, and this was when I had just gotten into radio, and he would sit and we would listen to, they're called skimmer tapes. We would sit and listen to my skimmer tapes, and sometimes I'd have a show that I, w- I was pretty proud of, and he would sit and pick apart every little detail to my benefit but it sometimes it's hard with mentors because they have a way of seeing our faults better than we can 
they can and you might feel a little bit discouraged but i wouldn't call it false i would call it like areas of improvement um, because we need to know where we need to where we need to improve in order to advance our careers um, i'm also my worst own critic especially with my writing <laughs> I, I i need i'm not a good editor for my own writing and I need someone to look that over and critique it and and hopefully I, I can improve on that and so a mentor knows if they get to know you well they know what are your top skills and um, what areas you need to work on whether it be leadership strategic communications or even social media messaging and I think um, we really, what I've been actually looking for, and I think what we really need to encourage is having more mentors who could mentor someone like me who's been in the career more than 10 years and who have that extra experience that I could get to the next stage of my career. Yeah, that would be beneficial. Mentors can also be great connectors, right? They can help you and I with access to key people within the industry or industries that we need to connect with. For sure. Like uh, with the students at CP with, through CPRS Edmonton, I always encourage them to do a lot of networking. I even um, invited them to come along with me to any networking events that I went to. But um, so it doesn't really need to be focused on getting the job or that next career goal that you have in mind it's also about building those relationships and like i as a mentor i could introduce that person the student to a, another person that i think that's well matched with them and they could build that relationship through the networking that you build on your own, it helps yourself in your own career because when you're looking to outsource work, then you can um, go for, turn to that person for possibly a contract that you need fulfilled. And that's what actually happened with me through my networking and that, that I've built up and that I was also encouraged to network. And so I hired someone and then, for a project, a, a big anniversary event, and little did they know while I was um, having them work on the team, I've really watched what they did and learned from them. So in a way, they were a mentor when they didn't know that they were being a mentor at the time. Well, that's a great point. Sometimes it's a, it's a direct relationship, and other times it's, it's the power of observation, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Hollywood loves the mentor narrative, but most of those narratives seem to follow a familiar pattern. The older male who is wise and learned is mentoring the young, ambitious, usually male. So here are two clips that buck that tired trend. The first is from Lucasfilms, and I think you'll recognize it. Always with you, what cannot be done. Hear you nothing that I say. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. So Yoda um, 
really has it nailed down about mm -hmm. unlearning. I think we constantly have to unlearn because in our profession, um, there's issues that arise. Uh, there's crises that come up, especially like, for example, the pandemic. And that's something that many people haven't gone through, but others may have gone through that in a other type of scale, like the, the Fort McMurray forest fires, mm -hmm. and they could bring that wisdom. And you can turn to that possible mentor and ask them, um, how should I handle this? What should I what should I learn? What book should I turn to to um, educate myself on how to handle this situation? Perfect. And and Yoda is also trying to inspire Luke in this clip. I've, I've got another clip to share with you. It's also about inspiration, but in um, I would suggest maybe a, m a more subtle or sophisticated way. It's from How to Train Your Dragon by Paramount. Astrid is having a come to Odin moment with Hiccup. Listen to how she manages to coach and inspire. It's a mess. You must feel horrible. You've lost everything. Your father, your tribe, your best friend. Thank you for summing that up. Why couldn't I have killed that dragon when I found him in the woods? Would have been better for everyone. Yep, the rest of us would have done it. So why didn't you? Why didn't you? I don't know. I couldn't. That's not an answer. Why is this so important to you all of a sudden? Because I want to remember what you say right now. Oh, for the love of... It, I, I was a coward. I was weak. I wouldn't kill a dragon. You said wouldn't that time. Okay, whatever. I wouldn't. 300 years and I'm the first Viking who wouldn't kill a dragon. First to ride one, though. So... I wouldn't kill him because he looked as frightened as I was. I looked at him and I saw myself. I bet he's really frightened now. What are you gonna do about it? Eh, uh, probably something stupid. Good, but you've already done that. Then something crazy. That's more like it. So sometimes you can be, um, so focused on the negative side of yourself that you've forgotten what you've accomplished and mentors can help you really have you remember what you've accomplished mm -hmm. and and celebrate what you have done in your career or what projects you've um, probably or possibly won awards for so mentors can stimulate their proteges um, they can do it at, by encouraging them um, through their own personal and professional growth. Example, like if you've had a career like mine that's over 10 years, um, you do forget what you've done and you really focus on the problems at hand and tear yourself, you could occasionally tear yourself apart about it. Mm -hmm. And mentors can be there to say, hey, wait a minute, you do have this problem, but based on your experience, I'm sure you can handle it. And this is why you can handle it. 
And we've talked about the benefits for the protege, but there are benefits to being a mentor as well. You develop your own coaching and leadership skills. You reinforce your study skills. And one that's particular to our industry, communications, is to encourage someone to follow an ethical path, even if the less ethical path might pay a lot more money. Well, as the mentor, you have to instill the message to pick the right career path. And um, you have to find the right company that fits your values and ethics. And I'm sure we've all gone and been hired by a company that we thought, oh, this is a great opportunity. I think I'll love this job. And then three to six months into and saying, I don't know, this is not the right fit. So you have to probably talk to others and, and mentor could be one of them to discuss that job opportunity before you accept it. And, and, and then again, they can say, hey, um, does this really fit what you want? Do you really want this job? I'm sure, or do you want to keep on looking? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be an older mentor younger protege either. We can break that mold. Younger mentors are gaining in popularity. People realize that hierarchical decision-making is depleting and it's worth spending time with a rising young leader. Yes. Young mentors um, are probably out there and are not even being considered possibly, but they are well worth the time because they have that perspective from a different generation. They also know and understand technology maybe better than us technophobes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they um, have just possibly graduated, so they're, they have been introduced to the latest readings that uh, we're all busy possibly to fit into our lives, but they may say, here, I think this is an article that you should read. I, I learned something from it. And they are inspiring because um, they want to succeed and um, they can reignite the passion of PR in you. Mm-hmm. Tamara, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, if you'd like to send a message to my guest, Tamara Weinberg, you can connect with her on Twitter. That's the best way, at Tamara Weinberg, and Berg is B-E-R-G, or look up Tamara on LinkedIn. If you liked what you heard in this episode, we're hoping you choose to follow and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever directory you're listening on. Also, would you do us a favor and recommend this podcast to one friend? And if you have an idea for an episode or just want to tell us something, send us a note at info at jgrcommunications.com. Thanks for listening.